Now there's a new way to get in touch with the Politocrat Daily Podcast by email at politocratpod at gmail.com. That's politocratpod at gmail.com. Welcome to the Politocrat. I'm Omar Moore. It is Sunday, January the 31st, 2021. On this edition of the Politocrat, the problem with satire in these times. It is very clear now that we are not living in the times we would like to think we are living in. And the United States of America has long spun this cultural mythology about optimism and the American dream and the white picket fence and the car and the doggy and the 2.2 kids and the loving wife. You can have it all. Oh, the American spirit. Well, let me tell you something about all that optimism. It has been flushed down the toilet by some of the very people who preach that kind of optimism in the halls of the U.S. Capitol building. It really has been crapped on by the actions of Republicans who really don't care anything about the American dream or about the America, the country. It is definitely the truth. They do not care. That's my view, and I'm sticking to it. History shows us that they don't. And it's just a hands-down proposition. These people do not care about the American dream. They don't care about America. We really have to get to work here and 2022 is around the corner. It really is. We've got work to do, folks. We've really got work to do. We have to stay active. We have to push Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I've told you that many times. We really do have to get to work, folks. This is no effing joke now. And we aren't even quite in February yet. The news media will have to be very responsible. (laughs) Corporate news media, that is. And they will have to behave accordingly. I mean, as I said, what they do or don't do is going to be a very important part of this whole attack on America. Still a form of a terrorist attack. And I say this because this guy's been out of office now for what? Almost two weeks. In fact, it's probably going to be close to two weeks in the next couple of days or so. So 
President Biden has enjoyed a nearly two-week stay in office so far. Not quite two weeks, but he's going to get there. And the amount of times that Trump's name still gets mentioned in newspapers and things is still quite enormous. And I just think that stunts like the one that Brian Williams, yes, I'm going to name names. And I still saw this on Twitter. I did not watch MSNBC last week. But these kinds of stunts that he pulled and his crack team pulled are just really irresponsible. MSNBC and NBC, but I'll get to MSNBC first. Last week, I think late last week, there was a segment that apparently showed that McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader in the House of Representatives for the Republicans, decided, oh, I'm going to go to Mar-a-Lago and visit Trump, or maybe he was in contact with, with him. And Brian Williams, on his show, The 11th Hour on MSNBC, played a clip of Jerry Maguire saying, oh, you complete me, and I, you know, I need you. And, and the, the joke was, oh, yeah, this is how the meeting went between McCarthy and Trump. And I just think that, you know, that was designed to be funny, but playing Jerry Maguire as a clip for the meeting, oh, this is how it went. But it's not really funny, is it? Is it? You've got people who are rich and well-off having a joke and a laugh at your expense. First of all, you've got rich people like Brian Williams making tons of money a year, joking, right? Then you've got, in the clip itself, Tom Cruise and Renee Zellweger, who are millionaires. Tom Cruise has been nominated for a number of Academy Awards. Renee Zellweger has won two Academy Awards, including just last year for her work as Judy Garland. So you've got that going on. Then you've got this whole laughing at all of this very serious stuff during a pandemic, during a coup attempt, during a terrorist attack. And as I keep saying, when was the last time you saw someone who was on air as a pundit who you knew was making under $25,000 a year? You've never seen a pundit on any network, cable or otherwise, making as a pundit $25,000 a year or less. Never seen it. You've never seen it. It's because this is all catered to the very rich. All of the programming is controlled and operated by people who are well off. They're not poor people dictating what you see on your news broadcast. They're not. They're just not. I mean, let's just get that straight, shall we? And so you've got the specter of these very rich people having a laugh with Jerry Maguire and that's the way that, oh yeah, this is the way it should go. I think it's just unex it's unacceptable. It's just, you wouldn't have, if you were a poor person and you ran the media, and I've said this before on this podcast, you wouldn't have any of this. You wouldn't. It's really bad. 
And the news media has got a lot of blame. And I also think that satire is a big thing. Now, look, we need satire. It pokes fun and makes ironic statements and pokes fun through, you know, the irony of the things to make wit, to make jokes, to make fun, to make a point, a larger point about the individuals. I mean, this is... I I don't know. You know, satire has its place and it's important. And I think that we've had great satirists over the years. And you know who they are. But is this the time for satire now? I mean, I guess any time is. But given we've got a pandemic where over 430,000 people have died in the United States. And in the UK, my gosh, we've got what? I mean, it's going to soon be, before you know it, it's going to be close to 150,000 people dead. I mean, this is... This is really a problem. This satire, Saturday Night Live, for example, just last night, and you had Kate McKinnon, the always excellent Kate McKinnon on, and then you had someone, I forget the person's name, playing Marjorie, whatever her last two names are, I don't really care. And they're all joking about what she said, what she hasn't said, and they're mimicking it and laughing. And I'm thinking, come on, folks, really? You're totally, totally out of, I think it's just... Why is there jokes about, oh, well, she's calling people this and she's... Why are you inviting an actor to just joke about this for fun and effects? And that's part of what's wrong here. That's what the problem is in part. We're now going to say to Marjorie Taylor Greene, hey, you've arrived, girl. And so now we're going to tell you that you've arrived by doing a Saturday Night Live sketch on you. That is usually one of the barometers in this culture of ours in the United States. To show our appreciation and respect for people who've made it, whatever that means, quote unquote made it. And here we are. And it's just incredible. Leave it to richer echelon people to joke about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I can guarantee you, if that was a poor person doing that sketch, I mean, I'm talking about a poor person. You would not see, I mean, you wouldn't, it's just, you wouldn't see that choice of a sketch. And I knew Saturday Night Live going in was not as funny as it used to be in the 70s and 80s. Oh my God, but still, it was much, much better. And my goodness me. It's so, so, so crazy. It really, really is. I have a question for you. Do you think that there is a coup going on right now? Or do you think that the attempted coup was just that back on January the 6th when that terrorist attack occurred on the United States Capitol building.
So that's the question. Now, I'm, I'm really tempted to put this on Twitter, actually, as I normally do when it comes to polls. Where else would I put them? Well, I know Facebook has a polling function, but I'm not going to bother with that. It's bad enough even being on Facebook. And I barely use them. I need to update the Facebook page on uh, for this podcast. And I'm sure it will be done in short order, I imagine. <laughs> but it is something that is tailor-made for a Twitter poll at the popcorn, R-E-E-L. And that is this once again. Do you think that there is a coup going on right now in the United States of America? Or was the attempted coup on January 6th during that terrorist attack on the U.S. Capitol building just that, an attempted coup? I'm going to give my answer to that poll question. I think a coup is underway right now in the United States. But it is what I call a cumulative coup, if that makes any sense to you. If you are looking at a world in which you've got politicians, Republican politicians, in the House of Representatives, bringing guns into the U.S. Capitol building and refusing to be searched by Capitol Police, refusing to pass through a magnetometer so that they can have their guns scanned, checked and searched and have their whole selves searched, then you are already in the midst and the throes of a coup, certainly of another attempt. And it is certainly going to be something that, sorry, is likely to happen. What could possibly go wrong? Politicians refusing to be searched, refusing to show their guns and have them search and have themselves searched, refusing to go through a magnetometer or whatever you call those metal detectors, whatever you call them. What could possibly go wrong? The Colorado politician and this other politician, that other Republican, that other. They don't want to search. They don't want themselves searched. They don't want themselves to be searched. And then they bring a gun into the chamber of the house. I mean, what could possibly go wrong there, folks? I don't know, do you? Jesus, gosh. You've got all kinds of stuff going on. Right now in the House, you've had Cory Bush, the freshman, progressive freshman from the 1st District in Missouri, in St. Louis, having to literally move her office location. Literally move. Because Marjorie Taylor, wretched green, had threatened her, badgered her. And her staff had threatened Congresswoman Cori Bush, threatened her, abused her in the corridors, right next door. Her office is right next door. 
to Cori Bush's office. These are politicians, these Republicans, who were all on board to try to overthrow the government. All of them are still in the Republican Party, number one. All of them are still in Congress. They have been there for barely a month, not even a month yet. They were sworn in on January 3rd. This is the final day of the month of January already in 2021. It has just been roughly four weeks. It's been four weeks, four whole weeks. And you've got these freshmen, a lot of these Republican freshmen, they literally want to overthrow the government. And I'm telling you, I hate to say this, it is only a matter of time until you hear about some politician, God forbid, God forbid, knocking on wood. It's only a matter of time before it happens. I'm telling you. It's only a matter of time. If you think that this thing ended on January the 6th, and I've said this before and before and before, if you think that this coup attempt, this coup attempt, this terrorist attack, if you think it ended on January 6th, think again. I told you these people are coming back and loaded for bear. And it's not even going to be terrorists anymore. It's going to be people in the blooming Congress. I'm telling you, this thing was an inside job. I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. I tweeted and tweeted and tweeted you. If you follow me on Twitter, at the popcorn, R-E-E-L, you would have read those tweets. I said from the giddy up on January 6th of this year, 2021, that this terrorist attack was a systemic terrorist attack, meaning there was help from the inside. It was an inside job. The structure of this thing was not some mob or some riot, as you heard the corporate news media say over and over. This was a very well-planned, well-financed, well-coordinated and organized attack. There was a planting of pipe bombs the night before. There's video of this that has been released. There's all kinds of revelations about Judge Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and Ginny Thomas, his wife, who apparently heavily financed a lot of this stuff in terms of the transportation and things of that nature for these uh, violent people, these terrorists. I mean, and there's lots more that's coming. We, we know well about the uh, congresspersons, including the Colorado congresswoman, the gun-toting crazy, the Sarah Palin lookalike, I don't even want to mention her real name, who apparently had tweeted out to all of these violent thugs and terrorists the location of Speaker Pelosi's office, and lo and behold, voila, they all went to her office, ransacked it, stole her laptop, destroyed things in her office, guy sitting at her office. I mean, this is just evil, vile, 
It's disgusting. People climbing the walls like military because it was military people involved in this. It's all, I'm not making this up. It's all over the place. Video, I don't have enough video of all this. I'm sure you have too, but we have to face these things. These are some of these people were either current military or retired. You had Olympic swimmers involved, gold medal Olympic swimmers. And people thinking, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Oh, it's so disheartening. Oh, God, be quiet. It's just, again, it's that American mentality. Oh, it's so disheartening. I'll get into that in a little bit as well. But this first portion of this episode is about if you think this is a coup or not happening right now. Because I submit to you that it is. And I'm not talking necessarily about an imminent takeover or overthrow of the United States government. Although the building blocks are already, as I've suggested here the last few minutes, are already being built and being sown. The seeds are being sown. But look at all the noise. From a psychological standpoint, this thing is ramping up. All the noise that you see on social media, just look at the headlines and the noise. And the noise in the corporate news media. Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene this and Marjorie Taylor Greene that. Da, 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 da. Nobody is talking. I mean, people are talking about Joe Biden, President Biden's agenda. But most people, I mean, a lot of this news and this noise is about, oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene said this. And Marjorie Taylor Greene said that. This is just ridiculous. And it's leading us down a very dangerous path. Because you see these stories, whether they're credible or not, and they're all pointing at something really ugly in this country. And I think a lot of people, I think there's a portion of people who understand that, and then there's a great many people whose head it just flies over, like flyover country. Planes flying over the Midwest, flyover country. I mean... A lot of people are not hip to this yet. And they literally need to see it actually hit them in the face before they do get hip to it. You've got these videos coming out of Marjorie Taylor Greene and all the crap she's been saying lately and all the stuff she wants to impeach. Freaking, are you freaking kidding me? This fool wants to impeach President Biden and you've got all this toxic garbage. Nobody wants to defend Donald Trump now at his impeachment trial. Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, Majority Leader Schumer, did you put this off for two weeks? Why? It's just insane. Put this off for two weeks? When everybody knows what happened on January 6th and knows Trump's role in it? He's standing there at the bank of TV monitors, implacable, with a smile on his face, quite frankly, a slight smile as he's looking at the chaos. Oh, come on. Oh, we need to delay this thing for two weeks. Well, I know what I want you to do. I'll say it again. I want you to call your senators. That's how I'm going to end this segment of the podcast episode. I want you to call the Republican senators. I mean that. Call all 50 of them. I don't care whether it's Ben Sass or Susan Collins. I don't care whether it's Rand Blumen Paul or Marco Blumen Rubio or freaking, you know, 
John Cornyn out of Texas or Mitch McConnell. I could care less. I want you to call them. All 50 of them. Do not believe the hype that you see in the headlines. Oh, well, it looks as if they're leaning toward not acquitting. And 45 or 46 senators who are Republicans said they're not going to do. Listen, those are headlines. Those are not actualities. And until you and I see the roll call vote that shows that the large majority of Republican politicians in the Senate are going to vote to acquit this guy again, then we have to sit here and bust our ass because it is not over. We have got to call these Republican senators. 202-225-3121 or 202-224-3121. Ask to speak to whomever the Republican is. You can go to senate.gov to find out the Republican senators. You can look them up independently of that. But you need to call these senators, folks. I don't care what the news media is telling you. As long as that vote has not taken place yet, and as long as that trial has not completed yet, heck, it hasn't even started yet, you have to do your part. So call now, please, all 50 of these senators, one at a time, 224, that's 202-224-3121, or 202-225-3121. This coup, in my view, is already happening. We have to be vigilant, folks. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit as well in a few moments. We have to be vigilant, we have to be focused. And we really have to start doing that now, because 2022 is only next year. And these folks are already trying to, these Republicans are already trying to position themselves for not only winning the House, but ruling the House with a very dangerous iron fist. An iron fist of bullets, because you're going to have members of Congress on the Republican side regularly, if they ever get back into the House control, they will be permitting guns on that floor. I'm telling you. It's just so dangerously irresponsible. And I think it's about time that we really wake up to these realities in this country and stop treating everything like a Candyland fantasy from a Hollywood movie. We really do have to get real about what is going on around us. We must maintain an activist fervor. I really believe that. 2021 is going to be different, and we already see that it has been different in some ways and very similar in other ways. We are going to have to make our voices heard, whether it's calling these Republican senators in advance of this impeachment trial that's coming up very soon, just over a week from now, whether it is anything else. We are going to have to be more vigilant and we're going to have to challenge the politicians and force them to really look at our agenda. I mean, this is the way we are going into all this now. And it's just very serious. 
I really don't think that the American public really has grasped this yet at large. I mean, surely some have. But it's your job to then tell other people about it and then get them to post social media and get them to deal with that and also have a strategy, as I keep saying, a strategy to deal with 2021 and to address the concerns and issues you have, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, blah, 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 and the rest of it, right? We need to be doing that now. That work needs to be done now. That's what needs to happen. I mean, this is, this is really not good. Uh, what we're doing right now, we are laughing at ourselves, and it's the rich, the uber-rich, or the comfortably well-off who are laughing at those on the bottom who still don't have their stimulus check or who still don't have health care or whatever the still might be. And all the people who are laughing and making the sketches and the jokes, and they're all, they've all got their health care. They've all got their flu shot, their vaccine shot, their coronavirus vaccine. They've got all of that, and they're just laughing at you. They are laughing at you. And you're laughing along with them at your own demise. It's just criminal that we do this. And we've got to do far, far, far better. I should add that very soon the brand new line of merchandise at the Politocrat online store shall be, will be released. I can tell you that. I can also tell you, dear listener, that you can contact this podcast and I will be actually answering emails to the extent that I can. Of course, the ones that are nasty will not be getting answered. They'll be going straight into a spam box. But I want to let you know that there is a new email address for the Politocrat Daily Podcast and that is politocratpod at gmail.com politocratpod pod at gmail.com so get in touch thank you very much indeed for listening to this edition of the Politocrat Daily Podcast I'm Omar Moore